I don't think we've done a super good job of introducing ourselves. Have we even introduced ourselves Probably. on any of these? I don't think so. Let's do it. Okay. Why don't you start? I'm Lindsay. And this is Jaden. <laughs> okay. I'm Jaden. We live in Utah. Yep. Utah County. We have two dogs. We have our son Fletcher and we have our son Royce who passed away in 2018. Yep. Um, what else about us? What led us here? Well, we started a jewelry company after our son Royce passed away. And we did that for a while, and then it kind mm-hmm. of became something that just, I don't know, just kind of wasn't, just felt like that part of our lives was coming to an end because it was kind of part of our grieving process, and I feel like we were kind of done with that that part of our grief, if that makes sense. And so mm-hmm. then Jaden's always really wanted to be, you know, a content creator. He does really good, really good job at doing those types of things, so decided to start a podcast. Yeah. Good job. Thank that you. was awesome. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I would say we have gone through a lot of different chapters, I would say, in our yeah. life. Like, it seems like our marriage has be- been very, like, segment, se- had segments, been segmented. Um, and yeah, Rightly Royce was probably our longest chapter of our marriage. We did it for almost five years so uh but yeah i'm liking this new chapter and not that we're not that we're done grieving it's just we are hoping to kind of focus on the more of the positive things right rightly royce was really tied to like royce and his death Death, and and it was just sad and i just felt like it really took a toll at least for me i don't I don't, just on my mental health specifically so i just felt like we're kind of stuck in that specific grieving yeah process so that's us yeah Jaden and Lindsay so uh this is episode four of between us I'm loving it yeah I think it's fun it's been really fun to uh take segments of this and post it to Instagram and TikTok I'm kind of getting roasted (laughs) in the comments but deserved deserved just kidding just kidding (laughs) Uh, and last episode, we forgot to do a debate, so we will not forget this time. I've got a debate. You have one? I sure do. Okay, Lindsay's ready. So, uh, last time we kind of mixed things around, but I feel like it's would be good this episode to start with know-it-all. Okay. Because um, it's just a simple one. There's nothing too much. There's not too much to it. So, okay, know-it-all. So, this segment is is Nema. So it's kind of a question that begins with Nema blank. Okay. Okay. So this week it is name a time where you were the happiest. Wow. I don't know. That's a hard Deep. question. Name a time that I was the happiest. Mm-hmm. I would say There was that, so, so <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind, I think, is that summer we were in California right before Royce passed away. Like, I just wow. felt like everything was going so well. Mm-hmm. You were doing well, selling, yeah. like, 
I was going, me and Royce were going to the pool every day. We're going to the beach. We're going to Disneyland every weekend. Like we had, we were having so much fun and I feel like I had my, I feel like my, my, um, what do you call your schedule? My routine routine was just like, I just felt like everything was going right, I guess. And I just felt so Mm. like I was in the right place and I was so happy. Yeah. But I just feel like maybe that was for a reason, I guess you could say, because then what falls was like the most devastating part of our lives, you know? So I don't know if that was just kind of like a, a time where we were, you know, allowed to be so happy because we were about to experience something so terrible, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that does make sense. I think, yeah, when I think back to times where like I was worry-free, it was definitely during that. Right. Like... Yeah, that's true. I feel like I didn't have any worries. Yeah. We were just hitting our stride and like everything was coming together. I feel like our marriage was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, finances were fine as well. Like you said, I was doing really well selling. But um, but yeah, and then I think I've even, I have shared about this, but I feel like the week leading up to Royce's accident, I like started just feeling weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to explain it, but like, I remember I was listening to this podcast and like, it made me cry and the podcast is like so dumb. <laughs> They're just like funny guys. <laughs> They're like funny guys. And so there was really no reason, but for some reason I was just like bawling my eyes out during this podcast and I've talked about it, but you know, I called you and like, cause I literally couldn't stop crying mm-hmm. and this was separate from crying with the podcast. So it was just like, it was just so weird and like looking back you see i don't know what that was but something was definitely like getting us ready for that that day Mm -hmm. right um cool as far as like times when i think i was the happiest i remember a moment i think it was and obviously like you know, the birth of our sons was awesome. Right. And like the happiest, but for the sake of a story, uh, a time that I can remember was we were in our house previous to this one. And I think it was, maybe it was beginning of last year. And just like, everything was kind of set. Like we talked about on, you know, one of the episodes about how money really is my medicine and like, when we're secure financially, then I can like really, really feel at peace and yeah. calm. Right. But when it's not, it's hard for me to feel like that. But during that time, I felt like we were like the most financially stable we've ever been. And I remember sitting in my office and I was like, I had lost like 30 or 40 pounds at that time of weight and was in a really good routine you know, we were maybe going into the office every now and then. And like the lifestyle was great, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, and I remember sitting there and like, I had the thought of like, I should take this in, you know, because throughout life, you just go through so many ebb and flow. Like, and when you're in the rut, you're like, you think back to those times, you're like, why didn't I take that in? Why didn't I realize I was in the good days? Right. Uh, but in that moment I was like, I'm going to really like take in this feeling of like, I don't really have any worries right now. Like I feel really good. You know, mentally I felt good. And, um, it was a moment I truly felt like real happiness, but,
But that is something that I've like struggled with. I feel like since losing Royce is feeling happy, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I feel like it's hard to let yourself feel completely happy. Cause I feel like a piece of you is missing, you know, mm. and I feel like you feel a little bit guilty being truly happy without, you know, one of your loved ones that you just want so desperately to be here. So it's like, how can I be truly happy if, if I'm missing Royce, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think also like when we lost Royce, I like, I had to suppress so many of my feelings, you know, those sad feelings in order for me to be able to just operate in my day to day life. Right. I couldn't just lay in bed all day. So I just suppressed my feelings but I think what happened is not only was I suppressing sadness, I was also suppressing my joy. And so then once I started like going to therapy and like, you know, I, I realized I had been numb for years. Like I hadn't really had any feeling. I didn't feel sadness, but also didn't feel any happiness. And so that is something that I like am focusing a lot on now is just like, I want to feel joy. You know, and I, and I think that's kind of the next thing I really want to dive into in my life is like, how do I maximize the feeling of joy? Yeah. Right. Cause I know what I need to do to be happy or like, you know, feel fulfilled, but like, how do I really maximize these feelings of joy? Cause there was moments where we would be somewhere and I'm like, I should be like, so stoked, feel so happy. And it was just like, I was almost just numb. Mm-hmm. Right. And I like, I was like, what's, I felt like something was wrong with me. So yeah, I feel like, you know, this new chapter is really a great one for yeah. us to be able to just experience this joy and have these moments where we can sit there and just like really take in, you know, these moments. Cause yeah, when you're not in them and things are tough, you wish you would have like really taken advantage of the good old days. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. Unexpected. Yeah. I wasn't sure where that was going to go. Okay. From that, we'll jump into submissions. <laughs> so, uh, while I'm pulling this up, okay. One thing that we want, uh, to mention is please, please, please submit. Uh, it really helps us with this podcast. It's probably the main portion of the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, go right now, pause this video, go to the description, click on that link and put in a submission. You can tell us that we should check something out. You can ask us a question or even tell your own story. Mm-hmm. So, but the submissions so far have been amazing and really funny, interesting, deep. So whatever you have, we just ask that you'll submit them. So Okay, you ready for question or submission number one? Ready. Okay. Here we go. As someone going through their own faith crisis. Okay, here we go. What has been the hardest mental hurdle you've had to overcome and how did you do it? That's a good question. I feel like the hardest thing I've mentally is, is I feel like my perception of God was so tied up in my religion that now I kind of don't really like I still believe in God because I just feel like there's so much in this world that is so 
miraculous that I just feel like it couldn't just happen, you know? So I just, the thing I'm, ha- I'm struggling with is figuring out who God is to me mm-hmm. without the constraints of what I was taught who he was um, because he's tied to my old beliefs, I guess you could say. Um, and I don't, and because I, I don't really believe the same anymore, I don't want to be like, I, I, I do have a little bit of like animosity towards the church. I, I still love the people in the church. I love some of the good teachings, but I have a little bit of animosity. And so I don't want to, I don't want to have animosity towards God, you know, because that's just who I, what I was taught who he is. So I'm trying to formulate my own ideas, um, formulate like how involved he is in my life. Um, one thing I really had a hard time with, I know you did as well was, I, I mean, again, like going back to Royce, it was just such like a huge like moment in our life that it was hard to believe that, um, God would do that to us, you know? And we had like so many people, like praying and and fasting and whatever and 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 um which is hard because you're taught that if you have like all this faith and we had so many people praying and he didn't make it and so it was just hard to believe that God would do that and so I just feel like I'm just trying to figure out is God really as involved as we think he is or is he just kind of watching over us and he's just kind of, I don't know. I don't know. So that's just the biggest mental hurdle, I think. (laughs) Now you've done it. Yep. Next question. (laughs) No, I think, yeah, that's totally it. It's like you just feel betrayed, you know. Because <sighs> I was like confident he was going to live. You know. And I felt like he was going to make it, but like... You know, and at first I could justify it with being like, it was his time, you know, but that, it just didn't feel right because it felt like he should be here. And, uh, yeah, I think I've had to like go through those things, like emotions and, and feelings of like. You know, if there is a God above, like, nobody, like, worshipped him or, like, gave him everything more than us, I felt like. Right. Like, we really did devote so much of our life and, like, times to him that it was, like, I did feel very betrayed and, like, couldn't fully understand why a God that, you know, his servant was so like dedicated to him and like so faithful to him would do something like that. Yeah. That would, I feel like cause a life. I mean, a, a, a lifetime for us, at least of, of, of a little bit of suffering, you know, for the rest of our life. 
which I just, I don't, obviously a lot of people go through stuff like this and I just, I don't know. It's just something that I've, I just have always kind of questioned, I guess. Yeah. What is kind of your hopes with God? Um, I, I mean, honestly, I feel like since I've kind of gone through my faith crisis and kind of stepping away from the beliefs I once had, I feel like I've, I'm kind of more open and hopeful, I guess you could say, um, because I feel like everything hinged on my actions and whether God was going to reward me, you know, with certain things. So I feel like I'm not so worried about God providing things for me based on the way I live, if that makes sense. So I feel like I have a better relationship. I feel like God does love everyone. Obviously, bad things just happen. Um, and I do feel like I am better able to understand. Like, I feel like my... I feel like a majority of the people in the world believe that they'll see their loved ones again after this life. I don't think that's something that's specific to a certain religion. Um, and I just feel like I know I'm going to be with Royce again. And it's not tied to all these rules that I was following, if that makes sense. Like, I, d I feel a lot less guilty. I feel a lot more love to everyone I feel like around me because, because I'm not judging what they're doing and how they're living. And so I just feel more optimistic, I guess, about life and about the world. And um, which I'm sure people will be surprised to hear, but I mean, that's just that's my journey and that's how I feel. How do you feel like you're going to like learn who God is? You know? Oh, that's, Oh, sorry. That's probably the question you were. That's okay. No. I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm just living yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like I've already had experiences, you know? Um, you know, I just feel like there's little things in life that are, are miracles in themselves and coincidences that I just feel like kind of God sometimes has a little bit of a hand in, but I just don't think he's like directing every little aspect of my life. Um, as long as you're a good person, I feel like, but I feel like the more I, it's, it's hard to explain. I feel like I'm kind of just hoping that eventually I'll just kind of get to a place where like I know that God's there but I don't need like his direction for every little thing if that makes sense yeah. like I don't know if like I like I'm fine with the way I am right now like I don't need to know like where God is right now I feel like I'm just content with with how it is right now how has your lifestyle changed since leaving the church I feel like my lifestyle is actually still pretty similar to yeah, how it was. <laughs> I just don't go to church on Sundays, and I don't, um, I don't really, uh, I'm not so particular on, like, the things I do and the things I watch and the things I say, I guess you could say. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess I'm just a little bit more relaxed on those things. But other yeah. than that, I feel like my life, my, my lifestyle is the same. Cool. Great I, I do have some tattoos and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Tattoos are probably the biggest. <laughs> okay. 
Wow, we've gotten deep. This yeah, I know. What's happening? We started it off saying we're moving on to happy things. Yeah, and then <laughs> we're like, okay, never mind. No, I think that's what I want from this is I want to be able to talk about the good and the bad. Yeah. You know, I yeah. want I want us to be able to just share the things that we want to share, you know? And I think, you know, I trust our community and, and those that follow us enough that you know, I feel comfortable sharing these things with right. them. I feel like they're, you know, we have built up a great community of people that truly understand our story yeah. because they were there from the beginning. Yeah. Most of them, yeah. Right. So, right. Um, yeah. And I feel like I stumbled across that question a lot, but I, it's because I feel like I'm still kind of working through it myself. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, it's still very fresh, yeah. I would say as far as like, fully committing to yeah. that and yeah i'm just happy where i'm at right now so yeah okay do you want to read the next one sure okay <laughs> okay <laughs> is it really such a bad thing to sell feet pics <laughs> i've we've had this conversation, had this conversation. <laughs> says groceries about are, my feet pics. no about oh anyways we'll get to that it says groceries aren't getting any cheaper and your girl is poor seriously though i'm a stay-at-home mom to three small children and i love it however we're living in hard times obviously and i'm sure my husband would appreciate some financial help but if i were to go back to work daycare costs would eat up 98% of my paycheck. I'm really very seriously considering selling feet pics. Thoughts? <laughs> I literally, I don't know what I, what I even brought it up, but I said, I said, what did I even say? I said, <laughs> I don't know, we were driving. We were driving and I was like, do you think people really make like good money from selling feet pics? And we had a discussion and then I was like, maybe I should try selling some feet pics. <laughs> Gina's like. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you wanting to help financially. I, I understand that. But I don't see a problem with it one bit. I'm like, it's your feet. If someone wants your feet pics, then cool. But we did decide that I think you have to be kind of like. Yeah. My thought is, is that 99% of people that try to sell feet pics don't make any money. Yeah, because I feel you kind of have to be like well known already, like have a good following. But who knows? I've never looked into it. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I think people, yeah, you can't just throw up pictures of your feet and think you're going to become I don't know. You can try it. But I would say, you know... If you're willing to promote yourself as the girl that sells feet pics. Or not. You could be anonymous. People don't need to know that yeah. you're the person that has the feet. But, yeah, I don't know. I think that's weird. No, just try it. Go for it. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. You do you, but <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, I you won't receive any judgment from me, so. And no judgment from me. I just think that, like, you got to understand once you put it out there. They're just your feet. I know, but it's there forever. You just got to be okay with that. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You know, so. Um, but if you're struggling financially, get that back. Like, whatever it takes, right? So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next question. All right. Has my name in it. So, let's see. Jaden talking about his fear of going to the bathroom in public reminded me about the movie theater incident. Oh, no. <laughs> this must be someone we know. Uh, it has to be. 
You should tell that story. That is a good story. <laughs> no. <laughs> Talk, speaking of putting things out there that you can never pull back. <laughs> I literally was thinking that this morning. I'm like, you know, this is cool because I think we'll look back and it'll be like nostalgic to see ourselves in this moment. But at the same time, like, we might put out some f- embarrassing things. That it's fine, but I just know that it's it could be a little cringe, right? So, <laughs> all right, I'll tell the story. Okay. So, uh, my dad reached out to us and he said, "Hey guys, I got tickets to Avatar, Avatar Two, right? Um, would you guys like to come?" So we were like, "Sure." They were like, "Rented out a a theater a for theater. his business." Yep. So. We end up going, and it was like early, like early. nine a.m. or something. Yeah, nine a.m. So we go up to the movie, uh, and we're sitting there. And if you've seen Avatar two, it's like super long. Yeah, super duper long. So Jaden wouldn't know; he never finished it. Okay, I'm getting there. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay, <laughs> so we go there. The movie's like. I don't know, three hours long or more, but uh, it got to a point. I was like, this seems like a good point to go and go to the bathroom. And as we talked about on one of the episodes is I don't like public bathrooms, but I really had to go. So I go in there. (laughs) Why am I telling this? What am I doing? (laughs) All right. So I was like, this is a good point to leave. So I go and like, the theater's dead because it's so early. But I go into the bathroom and I went in because I had to pee. But when I went in there, I thought to myself, well, I'm here, so why not go number two? <laughs> and so I go and sit down and I'm sitting on the toilet and I pee, right, as you do. On the toilet, yeah. On yes. the toilet. And I'm peeing, and then all of a sudden I look down, I'm like, the frick? Why is there a puddle under me? Like, under my shoes. I'm like, what the heck? And then I look, and I realize, oh my gosh, my pants are wet. <laughs> the back of my pants are wet. And then I realize that the way that the... Toilet bowl was shaped. It was just, my feet was just ramping <laughs> off the toilet bowl and just going onto the back of my pants. <laughs> and, and we're only like halfway through this movie. We're far from home. Far it's like from 45 home. minutes. So I get up. I'm like, what the freak do I do? So I'm like, I'm just going to pull my pants up and just go to the car and drive home and have Lindsay figure it out. Well, no, we had a family party. Right, oh, yeah. Right we ha- oh, at your dad's house who lived close to the theater. Yes. So I'm like going, truck into the car and I get to the car and realize I left the keys in, in the theater room. With his sweatshirt. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I call Lindsay. Did I call you or text you? Texted, I think. You said, I need to go home. Yeah, I said, I need to go home. And she said, why? And I was like, I just peed, I just peed my pants. 
<laughs> she's like, what? How? And I'm like, I can't she's explain like, this Just bring me the key. I'm like, just bring me the keys to the car. So she gets to the car, but then I'm like, I don't really want to sit in my pee for 45 minutes. <laughs> so I took my pants off and drove home commando <laughs> in our car. <laughs> and I stayed and finished the movie. Yep. So that's that story. <laughs> so I'll... And then after, like, I always tell people what I'm doing. I'm always like, oh, I'm going to Avatar. So everyone, when I got back, was like, how was Avatar? How was Avatar? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's <laughs> good, I guess. The first half is great. <laughs> okay. All right. That's enough of that one. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Do you want to ask this next one? <clears throat> Oops. Uh, let's see. What did your business look like for the first year? I'm hoping you'll share the raw and not always seen side of the entrepreneurship. Mm. Many people think owning your own business is all butterflies and rainbows, but it really seems harder than a corporate eight to five. It is definitely harder. It is hard. Than a corporate eight to five. Yes. I would say um, it's I don't know. I feel like at f- the first year, I feel like went better than we thought. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you're still learning, and so we put our our jewelry on our website, you know, and we're se- we're selling. We're thinking we're making all this money. Yeah. Then Jaden goes to the, our tax guy, and the tax guy was like, "If you don't raise your prices, you guys are gonna go out of business." Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Opening. And it was like, we were just such newbies yeah. in the business world. Like, I'm pretty sure our, like, sales deposits were just going to, like, our personal banks. Like, we didn't separate anything. So, it was hard to, like, know yeah. where money was coming in, what money was going out. Like, it was just a complete mess. And, like Lindsay said, we had sales. So, we're like, we have sales. Yeah, we we're doing great. Doing great. Yeah. <laughs> But we forgot that we also have expenses, mm-hmm. right? And like, yeah, so I scheduled our first tax meeting with our accountant and went and met with him. And he's looking at the books and he's like, dude, like you guys are in trouble. And I was like, what? Like we have like, no, look at the sales. And he's like, no, I, I don't think you understand. Like if you guys continue this by the end of the year you're going to be out of business and i remember calling Lindsay after that meeting being like we gotta make some major changes yeah jane was scared i was terrified like i was really really scared because he was pretty much saying like it's gonna be hard for you guys to climb out of this yeah so we ended up raising our prices we also just i think got lucky with some really good products that sold well Mm -hmm. during that same time but yeah, if you're looking to start a business and you think it's going to be, you know, complete freedom and like, you know, it gives you freedom in another right. sense. Yeah. Right. Like I, we loved it. Like it was so nice to be so able nice. to create your own schedule and be your own boss, but it's hard. Like it's a lot of work you have to put in to learn everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a, like our first year we... I was just me making the jewelry, so I was working probably 9 a.m. to like 10 p.m. just making jewelry all day, every day. Um, So, yeah, if you're willing to like put in the work, for sure, I would say um, it's worth it. Um, But you, I would say to learn all the ins and outs before you jump into anything and 
Um, but have yeah. the right tools. Yeah, for sure. Like that, that's the whole reason we like created those guides, yeah. those business guides. Cause we, we know like if you start a business, it can literally be so life changing for you. Like it can alter the course of the rest of mm-hmm. your life. Right. In a good way. And so we were like, we want other people to have that, that we had. And if I had those tools that we have, yeah, we would have made, yeah. And not made a lot of the mistakes that we would have, totally. that we would have made. Yep. And another hard thing was just navigating like growth. Yeah. Like you may get sales, but that brings on a whole nother issue when you have to start hiring. Yeah. You have to get, you know, an office space. Like it becomes a whole new beast. Right. And there's like times of year, obviously Christmas is a huge time of year. Mother's yep. day was huge for us, but like, um, a lot of the other years, years, the other months were kind of slower. So then you kind of have to like, just work with, with that as well. So it's just a lot of, of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, practice what you, pr- what's the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. <laughs> it's a lot of trial and error. There you go. <laughs> Practice. practice i'm like practice makes perfect. Like, that's what i was thinking <laughs> trial and error yeah it really is that and like you just have to be prepared and willing yeah. like entrepreneur entrepreneurship isn't for everybody right right you have like it takes a certain type of person right Jaden, for instance like if i, I wasn't married to Jaden, i probably wouldn't i couldn't hack it as an entrepreneur but I feel like we were good, like together, together, yeah. a team. Yeah, right? it yeah, took yeah. both of us, and so, yeah, I think you know. But as far as like quick tips, have a really good accountant, number one, yeah, because you don't know what to charge, right? And you need someone that can be like, this is what you need to charge to cover your expenses, and this is what you need to charge if you want to have some left over, right. right? I think number two is. I am very weary of getting into business with someone else. Like if you're going to have a business partner, make sure you get a lawyer that structures it in a way that protects you, the business and your partner. Yeah. I just feel like, I mean, sometimes obviously it can work, but I feel like a lot of times you, especially if it's someone that you know, it can a lot of times ruin the relationship. Yep. And then I would say the third thing is, you know, dedicate all of your time to it. Like if you do it part-time, it's, it's going to be really hard to yeah. make it work. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like it has, you have to go all in. Right. And like we had the benefit that we were able to just dedicate, like Lindsay said, we'd literally wake up, go into Royce's old nursery that we turned into our shop. Mm-hmm. Right. And we would be in there from morning until we were both like, uh, I can't even stay awake, awake anymore. So, uh, yeah, just be prepared for that. But advice, yeah, just make sure it's a passion, right? If it's for not, sure. those hard days are going to be extra hard. And, uh, yeah, just structure it right from the beginning. So, um, and this isn't a sales pitch, but if you are thinking of starting a business or you have and it's not going as well as you thought, I'd highly recommend checking out the guides we've yeah, created. they're awesome. They are seriously full of so much good things you can go click the link in both uh why we dreams uh 
Instagram bio or my mm-hmm. find my Instagram bio and you'll find them there. So if you're gonna, if you're thinking of starting a business, my advice is always yes, do it. Do it. Like go for it. You'll never regret going after something, even if it fails, right? Yeah. Like that was the biggest thing for me with why we dream was I was sitting there and thinking like, I want to be able to tell Fletcher that I took risk, risk, right? And I took chances and I pursued my passions because the worst thing I think for me as a father that I could show or tell Fletcher is like, go the safe route, mm-hmm. you know, just, just put your head down, work, retire when you're 65. Like that just doesn't feel right to me. Right. I want, I want to live a life that I'm happy with now. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't work a job that you hate. Don't, don't continue going down a journey just because others tell you that's the journey you should go down. Right. I think like if I could pass one thing on to Fletcher is just my ability to like take risks mm-hmm. and like understand, calculate them. Right. But, uh, go after things like this. What we're doing right now is like, you know, I always think back two years ago, I'd be terrified to do a podcast because I'd be like, Oh, I'm not entertaining enough. I'm not good looking enough or whatever. Right. Like I would have all these doubts, but I feel like I'm just at a point in my life where if I want to do something, I'm going to go do it. Right. Like, and people might say, Oh, well you should do this. No, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do right now in my life. Right. So, um, yeah, go start that business. It, It will definitely pay off. So, Okay, I think that's all the submissions. So now we get to the juicy part, which is settle our debate. debate. So you said you had something. Yeah, you had something juicy. <laughs> Maybe not like super juicy, but this happened yesterday. So yesterday I leave the house for like two hours. Oh my gosh, Lindsay. <laughs> I come home, I open the garage, and all of a sudden my two small dogs are running out of the garage and so i had to stop my car because i don't want to run them over i had to bring them inside before i could pull my car in the garage and as i'm coming inside there was a garbage bag that we set out in the garage to be taken to the garbage big garbage and they had gotten in the garbage and there was garbage everywhere okay so i came in and i said Jaden, you left the door to the garage open and then you shut the dogs in there wait wait okay, wait, okay, wait, okay. wait 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 okay Don't okay 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 run that back okay rewind run that back so i said i no, said no 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 okay i'll continue this story okay, go. go 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 so earlier that day i walked over and the garage door was open and uh silo was in the garage and I said, Lindsay, you left the garage door open. Silo's in the garage. So brought him inside. Then I'm sitting there so working. So wait, this has already happened one time that day, just so you know. Because of who? Well, who so. Who left the garage door no, open? No, it's, it's not that we leave the garage door open. So our door, for some reason, like, will just, if you don't literally slam it shut. No. Yes, it you will come. No, it. it'll just come open because even at night we're sitting on the couch and all of a sudden the door will open. It's kind of scary. You know that happens all the time. But that's ghosts. It's not ghosts. It's because the door is bad. 
Okay. It's a bad door, okay? So anyways, I had Fletcher, that was probably my first mistake when leaving. I had Fletcher close the door, but I then pulled it to make sure it was all the way closed. Mm -hmm. And so I remember doing that. So I'm like, okay, it's all the way closed. So I was surprised when the dogs came running out the garage. So anyways, the debate is because Jade, while I was gone, the door probably swung open without anyone opening it. I'll tell you what happened. I was there. Yeah, and then you what? Want me to tell yes, you? I went back and looked on the camera to make sure you didn't purposely shut our dogs oh in the garage. Gosh. Oh my goodness! I did. I I I am admitting. I thought maybe you were annoyed at the dogs, so you open the garage door, you, shoot them out there, and shut the door. You think so highly of me? What is wrong with you? Well, I need you think I would just shut the dogs outside if I ever done that? No, but I know you were trying to film something, so maybe they were being like loud or something. <sighs> I don't know. No, here's the truth. Lindsay left the door open, and I was working. I didn't and leave saw the door that it open. was open, so I went shut the door without just, just walked from my office, pushed the door closed, and went back to work. So the debate is, the debate is it Lindsay's is, fault for not closing the door or is it my fault for just closing the door? Without that, is it your fault? Like, should you have checked to make sure the dogs were out there? Because remember earlier, Silo was out there. So no you way. didn't, I looked on the camera, you were coming back from our room, didn't even look out there, just yeah. shut it. You didn't even look to see if the dogs were out there. Okay. If you're watching this right now, I better see some Jadens in the comments. <laughs> I better. <laughs> You guys have sided with Lindsay. But just so you know, I didn't make, I tried to get Jaden to help me clean up the garbage, but um, I cleaned it up by myself, if that makes you feel any better. Wow, you just keep adding layers. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the second debate? No, that's part of this debate. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. How are we going to do this segment? Till we don't have any more debates. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Alrighty, so that's it. I think that was a good episode. Yeah, I, I really so. enjoyed talking through some of the things like, you know, Faith and Royce and the other fun stuff. So a couple of things. If you're watching this right now and you are one of the 45% of people that watch and aren't subscribed, please just hit the subscribe button. Trust us. We're going to have even better content coming out. So... We'd really appreciate it if you helped us reach that 1,000 subscriber mark. This last week was awesome. We gained a ton of new subscribers. So consider that. The other thing is submit questions, stories, whatever, uh, to our submission form. So um, other than that, tune in next week. These come out every Tuesday uh, for the next episode of Between Us. Thank you.